Did we do it? I believe we have achieved our goal. We have? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this has been the Biofriendly Podcast. Thank, Thank you so you much for joining us in. this week, Remember guys. to tell your friends. <laughs> Can't do this show without you. It's uh, actually a good idea because uh, <laughs> probably a lot of people miss that. They probably miss that part. They probably get to us like kind of being like, well, it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. And then they hear us hem and haw over what are our tags. And like, yeah. I can't. I don't. I, have no I can't like, brave this I can't this listen again. to this crap I can't, again. I, can't, I am going away. I can't brave this show anymore. Yeah, so they don't. So they leave. Right, so we should right here at the top of the show. Thank you. We were joking that this is the end of the show, but actually we are you are at the beginning of the biofriendly podcast welcome yes. yeah welcome and then, by the way if you're new after four years get with the program but like yes. uh welcome and everybody else has heard of the show everybody's heard of the show i am jacob and i am noel and we are brilliant wild stallions <laughs> we are wild stallions no we are comedian actors improvisers that also believe in taking care of our planet so we try to make this a fun journey for you to learn, learn laugh, laugh and love and love <laughs> lofter yes. lots of lofter lofter mm-hmm. and we say this also at the end of the show we can't keep making this show without your help so you need to be sharing this that's not up to us that's up to you, up to you. so you need to listen to an episode and go hey everybody check out this show this is like environmentalism that has some some wit and fun and silliness to it, and that's what we need more of. Yeah. Uh, we, we we never charge. We never charge. We it's don't free. Ask, we don't say, hey, tell your friends to give us money. Yeah, and this show is not riddled with ads. No. We don't have... We have zero ads. We have zero ads. Have zero ads this is, is a public you know, service. It's a pub- we are the PBS. We are the, uh, yeah, we are the, the, yeah, the, the NPR radio. Yes. Yeah. The, the pretend brother sisters. The pretend brother sisters that's who are on tour. Are. On tour. They're on tour this fall. Um, But anyway, so share, comment, like, subscribe. We have, we're all over the social medias. Anywhere you go, you can look for Biofriendly Podcasts, Biofriendly Planet, which is our website. And we really, really need your support. And don't give us that nonsense that that we're not on a platform. We're everywhere. Because we're on all the platforms. We are everywhere. 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 Do you do Stitcher? We do Stitcher. We do Stitcher. Yeah. Even the most obscure ones. There are services that they push us to that I've never even heard of. No, they don't exist. They don't exist, yes, but we're on but it. But we're on them. <laughs> we're, we're on them, even we're if they're not them. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, we're on Bush Madness. Yeah, we're on Bush Madness. It's yeah. one of my favorites. It's sponsored by Bush the, uh, the uh, brewery. Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. Anheuser-Busch, yeah. yeah. That's one of my favorite B-U-S-C-H shows. B-U-S-C-H mm-hmm. Madness. Yeah. Yeah. I love that show. It's a great, fantastic a fantastic, show. fantastic show. magazine. Exactly. It's nostalgic. Yeah, it is. It's really nostalgic. Yeah, the 1970s were better for yeah, it. They were. They were. But now we're here. We're back. And there is a variable, you know, I know that 99% of you listen to the show, so mm. you may have never even gotten a chance to witness, but there is a variable that has changed this week. Yeah. And it's been hard for me to adjust, and yeah. it's been hard for my it's colleagues to adjust. It's for me to adjust, I, I think, think so. to this, because you didn't get to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob is now just a regular guy. Yeah. He used to be superhuman. Yeah. Uh, he walked around with a mustache that just, I mean, it was emblazoned across his across his upper lip and he uh and he would he would hold that thing proud and high and everywhere we walked everywhere we went people would stare at him and they would go yeah yeah this guy this guy gets it i got everything free for a week for a week <laughs> everywhere i went i would and go now, in and order a coffee and they'd go it's on the house and now you know it's not that it's not that i'm disappointed in you <laughs> i like that i mean it sound i feel probably sound like i've been disappointed in you because i keep saying to you that i'm very disappointed feels like you are and you've yeah. said it repeatedly yeah that you are but disappointed I'm, it's not that i'm disappointed okay. in you it's okay. that i am disappointed in the rest of us right because we couldn't do it we couldn't keep the mustache I and for a minute it. i thought 
Jacob will be the one. He's be gonna the one. be the guy. He's Every guy thinks they're it. the guy. Yeah, they think they're the guy for a minute. They think that, that they think that they can pull the sword from the stone. Uh huh. But they get there and they go. Yep. And it budges an inch and then and they then give they up. They can't get it they out. They can't get it out. Yeah. So I. And if you want to get it in, you have to shave that mustache. You have to. That's it's true. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. And that's the thing is is I enjoyed having it, but we had many discussions about how from our generation. Mustaches have this weird stigma with the majority of the ladies in our life. Most yes. of our wives and mothers and everybody from our time kind of view it as a gross thing. Like, yeah. please get rid of the stash. I'm not. I am not insulting anybody who's driving right well, now. I think that young with people, their gorgeous mustache. This you is know. something that that I learned. Yes. From you when you went to Coachella, yeah. and then I started noticing as I actually opened my eyes for once mm-hmm. because I usually keep them closed. You do walk to, around closed. I try and not been, to pay attention. It's to what's very dangerous outside. Yeah, I walk into a lot of traffic. Very dangerous yeah, a lot of people like in, in walkers that i run yeah, into yeah you need yeah, to stop it I've, I've open st- stomped a couple kids your eyes yeah it's pretty bad i'm gonna start walking around with my eyes open however yeah. Yeah. once i open my eyes yeah i noticed as you had pointed out that actually for people under the age of like 25 maybe 30 yes mustaches are kind of just common it's, it's like everybody's it's all trying. the rage yeah. it's literally the look but you want to know something crazy it's not as awesome when they no, do it. it's not because it because it has a it has a I don't know like the moment you don't make it like a real strong bold statement of like burliness yeah it loses something it's I think kind of too artsy yeah it is that wrong a, am I crazy no, no I think you're right I no, think look, that's why it becomes, I, there are a lot of people love it and a lot of people you know these sure. I, they're there and so I'm not saying don't wear a mustache or even that's wrong i'm saying i am it's my i'm the problem it's yeah, me it's me it's the way i view the mustache taylor swift yes and i view 22 <laughs> i view it kind of like this and we're guys who grew up watching movies like city slickers and you know like seeing the strong men and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and so it really represented kind of this like you know this tough guy strong guy and well, so Bruno Kirby. Bruno Kirby was not. That's the name of yeah, the yeah, the actor in, in, in City Slickers, City Slickers right? mm-hmm. who has He's the not, huge stash. He is not. Tip. You look at him and you'll go. There's a. There's a guy who's gonna whoop. No, not a guy's, know, guy's, guy's, guy's guy. You don't think that. No. But in that movie, when he's got that mustache with that, you know, with that cowboy hat out there on the horse and the whole bit, I'm like, man, Bruno Kirby. Yeah. You, 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 you go. That's, that guy can get it. That's that's me out there, right? That's me. I'm a yeah. regular dude, but with a stash on a horse. Suddenly, I'm a man. I am. I'm looking <laughs> off in the sunset, and I'm going. Mm-hmm. Got to get back to the farm before the sun goes down, yeah, you know. And you start. We don't bring these cattle home. Nobody's eating for months. Nobody's eating for months, and just something washes over you. You do. You. Feel, yeah. In the desert too, surviving in the totally. desert when there's no water. Totally. No, you just your survival the only thing instincts. To eat is a, is a lizard. Yeah, and you can't get internet, so you stop using your phone. So you stop using your phone. Yeah, can't get yeah. signal. Yeah. So anyway, that, so you don't have a mustache. I don't have all one. the young bucks out there who are, you know, they still do. Enjoy them. Enjoy yeah. your mustache while they last, because in yeah. about another 10 years, all the, the culture will go against it. Yeah. It'll be like no more mustaches. Well, enough preverts will, will have yeah. a mustache. Don't, don't worry. They've always got you covered. Yeah. Because it, it, it's the only way you can go like this. Yeah, it is. Right. And just for those of you who are listening and not watching, he took his fingers from the middle of the mustache area and then Parted. spread them wide, mm-hmm. wide to part it and then down. Mm-hmm. Just it, like that cre- the creepy guy, the creepy guy with the tight st- shorts yeah, that's from stared. elementary school who yeah. would stare at the kids yeah. and lick his lips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and that's why our wives make us shave the mustache yes. is because, unfortunately, when we grew up, that's what creepy guys That's what creepy guys had. And so the, the wife was kind. 
and she was accepting of me in theory. In theory, but Marge. all of the comments and kind of like mm-hmm, the lack of what was being said. Right. It wasn't what was said. It's it what was, wasn't being said. It was said. what wasn't being said that made Things me go. Things like, I still am attracted to you. Yes. Yes. I was kind of like. I have love for you still. I was Please going. Please remain as the father of my children. Yes. I was going, not, none of that was being none said. Was being and said. I was beginning to pick up, it was diminishing. And mm-hmm. I was going, I huh. better shave this thing off my face. All the dudes around you were like, you're becoming greater. Right. All the women around you were like, he's becoming less. Exactly. <laughs> and right. it's an amazing thing. Yeah. And Veronica has an opinion on the mustache too. What's, she, what's, she, what's your she, opinion on the mustache? Right? I, I I like it. You, yeah. I don't prefer it, but I like it. That's she the, doesn't prefer it either. Even Veronica prefer, didn't prefer yeah, it. And she's young. And she's young and cool. Yeah, yeah. not like super us. cool. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, well, if even anyway. Veronica, see, even if you come to the office and Veronica's like, yeah, yeah, it's a good mustache. Yeah, yeah, I like it. No, that's when you know if even Veronica's doing that, then you really had no hope. Yeah, exactly. So and basically, I, it was just me cheering along. Maybe yeah. I'm the weirdo. No, you're not the weirdo. You're like every other dude in my life who texted me and said, "Love the stash." I think we all just want to be Tom Selleck, Burt Reynolds. I got a, I got a comment from my friend Tim. He wrote, he wrote, "Grow it back, grow it mm-hmm. back, grow it back." Like it's uh. du- it's only dudes. I got phone calls from Scott. I got phone calls from people going, "Love this dash." Okay, we've got to have an event where we grow out a big burly beard, mm-hmm. and then we're away, just us. And then we shave off the beard except for the mustache. And then you have it. And f- just for us, we'll, we'll all be out us. there. Just for us guys. Just us dudes. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Must- I will say. The stubble, the stubble works. Uh-huh. The stubble works. Thanks, man. Actually, the stubble kind of works with your hair. Yeah, it's kind of because yeah, you've, you've got kind of like uh, like uh, like actor hair. Yeah, it's actor. <laughs> it does need to come down a little bit. I was saying okay. that after um, is after, actor hair the right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's kind of like it's kind of lion's the, mane-y. You know, it's kind of it's kind of big and kind of like yeah, like the guy. I, luckily, I don't do this with it, but it's the kind of like brooding, yeah. looking down with your hair kind of down yeah. in your eyes. I don't do that. That, but I do have gotta that say hair though, when he looks down with his hair, with the eyes and with the stubble, it's yeah. a little bit. It's working. It's a little smoky, with isn't it? Little eyes. Yeah, yeah but I'm I'm gonna toxic. Tr- I mean, it's wait. toxic. He's toxic. <laughs> toxic. I'm gonna trim it up Look a little bit the, though. Like, what are you trying to do to us in this office? I'm so I sorry. love Jamie. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. obviously we all love Jamie, but it's not our fault that he looks this good. Yeah, yeah. She gets it. Yeah. She gets it. She's been with me for a long time. You know time. what? If Jamie can't, ha- if Jamie can't handle the fact <laughs> that the rest of us want a piece, doesn't mean we're gonna get a piece. No. If you, yeah, she gets it. Yeah. She gets it. She knows. She knows what she signed up for. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna trim it back a little bit. It's. It's once. Once I shaved, I think when you have a big old burly beard, it kind of blends all into big one giant hairy area. And then once you remove that, you go, oh, okay, it's getting it's getting to a length that I don't know if I want to go much further than that. Than Harry, so Harry Area. Harry Area. Yeah, Harry Area is a song. It's like an aria, actually. By, it's by, pronounced poorly by Americans. So it's supposed to be Hari Aria. Yeah, something. But it's br- from it's from an opera yeah. back in the in the uh, 1300s. I love it. Hari Aria. And we say Harry Area because we're ha- American. Harry Area, but it's And Hari-aria. it's really beautiful. It has like a ballet dance that goes to it, and the music is just stunning. It's stunning. Yeah. Stunning. <laughs> Well, that's the show, folks. That's the show. Thanks for listening to the Environmentalist Podcast. If you are new to the show and you were like, "Why aren't they talking about the environment?" This is normal. This, this is, is this, a, this yeah. is. Uh, we have to warm up. We got to warm up. If you want top quality content, which is what we give you, you have to let us warm up. Yeah, and that's the thing. And uh, this is worth mentioning. None of this is scripted. None of this is prepared. It's all by the seat of our pants, and we leave in mistakes. We yeah. leave in the mess ups, the flubs. You know, because we think it's more 
fun with our background in comedy and improv to just kind of wing it. And so we'll have these things like this happened um, last week and I, I aired the joke in all of our socials because it was a it was a perfect moment. I'm calling it out because it it we were talking about um, lawns and no mo may and we had this setup. For a joke, and if you were to watch this show and have no context, you'd be like, oh, those guys have writers, and there's somebody who put it together to know that that bit was going to happen. But Noel and I have been making content together for 15 years, far outside of the Biofriendly podcast, and we had this bit about B hotels, mm. and then I said B motels, and then we, he said B mustad. I mean, we went back and forth, and then it leads up, joke, 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 and then Noel says... We've got queens in every room. And I lost it. And Veronica laughed because it was just the bada bing, bada boom joke that came to the table in a very natural thing. So I pulled that out because I was like, that's why we do the shenanigans. We do the silliness. Because if we get to have a fun time on the show, then it just it allows us to go there and, and just enjoy it a lot more. So yeah. that's what I love. So about you got to let us warm up. Got to let us warm up. Let us warm up. That, that, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm with. I'm on your side on yeah. this one, yeah. Jacob. Are you feeling warm? I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling feel, pretty warm. Yeah, feel, yeah. Feel well, because you know, we just we were sitting at, at off. We were working. We were working. We, we were working. From, we go from working at the desk to suddenly turn it on. It's podcast time. Exactly, and that's why we have to warm up too. Is because sometimes before the show, if you're like focused on writing an email or you've been you know working on doing a bunch of paperwork or staring at a screen for an hour, mm. it's not always easy to just switch on, right? We have we've had to do that in the past, so the the warm up helps kind of get us in the zone. It does. Today I had to I had to actually walk before the podcast. I had to get out there. Yeah, and clear yeah you did. It out. Yeah, you did yeah. because because it's been a hot, it's been a hot mess out there on the old internet. Yes, it has been I, yes. in my in my internet. Maybe other people are seeing. Different things. No, you're. I call it the internet, yes. by the way, not my socials or my feed or anything, yeah, because, you, because it makes me sound older. Well, you're 32. Yeah, I'm 32. You got to stay relevant. <laughs> got to be relevant. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I might, you know, everywhere I'm looking, I'm, I'm kind of. It's just been kind of a, been kind of a brown streak. <laughs> brown streak. It has been, and and I thought the same. And so I came in this morning, and usually topics on the show um, are, you know, I'll, I find something in an article that I think is cool. And I go for it. And oftentimes it's a surprise for both Veronica and Noel. They don't know what's coming. I'd say 95% of the time they don't know the, the subjects until we get there, which makes it always for fun because it's like the discovery. Um, but this was an occasion where I, you know, I had spent yesterday doing a little digging and I was like, I'm well, we also had to start earlier this week because because yeah. somebody's going to Boise, Idaho. Boise. Oh, Boise. To watch the Western National Championships of Gymnastics. Yes. And not to, not to pat someone I love on the back, but yeah. uh, it might just be that my daughter is, is competing in the, the Western <laughs> Nationals for gymnastics. You have a very talented gymnastic she, daughter. She's a baller. She's baller. good. She's man. amazing. College is talking to her and stuff. She's incredible, yeah. and we're all very proud of her. Yeah. And I have known Jaden since she was born, and I've seen this entire journey as yeah. just a, a friend of the family. And well, it's absolutely a, a joy. You're a little more than that. At I'm, this point, I'm a frunkle. When everybody left, you basically became family. You know? So yeah. That's, that's you hear that? Literally so much that our son, who has <laughs> who has an, an AP exam on on Monday. 
is living with you guys while we're gone because he right. can't come out. You can't come join us to the to the thing. So like, come you know, over, Owen. Like, where do we send him? We send him to family. That's there right. That's yeah. right. We are family. So Jaden is in this, and it's going to be amazing. And I'm very excited for you. Yeah. Uh, and you're but gonna because be, of that, you're going to be gone. I'm going to be gone when we would. So it pushed everything back, and Jacob was like, hey, we "Probably yeah. got to sh- record a little early just to make sure." We make sure we get everything done. And so when when I it's earlier in the week, the subjects. You know, sometimes it takes a minute because if you open up environmental news, and even I have. 15 different websites, including our own, mm. that I pilfer through for good con- top quality content. Veronica does too, but in yes. one tab, one in set one of tab, tabs. One tab. On a, on a, uh, exactly. Browser. But I, I'll go researching and I, I will run into a problem, which is either the, it's constant, like these aren't very uplifting, or it's subjects that we've covered. Because you've been on since 1823. You've covered a lot of topics. It's a long time. Long time. It's a long time. 200 years, folks. Right. So you're trying to be original, and you're trying to be unique, and you're trying to take a new spin on everything, and then you realize you're like, I can't do this, can't do this. So I walked into Noel's office, and I was like, I got a couple, but I, I need a little bit more time to do some digging. And that's where we talked and about that's this. When like, I said the world has been a little bit, a uh, little bit you know, of funky thing, a little thing. bit funky, a little bit. Yeah, you know? it's, yeah, yeah. And it's, one one of the things that everybody's kind of upset about came up in conversation. We're like, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we're going to talk about artificial intelligence, AI. Yeah, we're going to talk about the fact that every message you're getting from your friends is going. Oh, we're no. going to die. Oh no, the world's that's over. That's saying. it. That's die. it. Chat GPT is going to change over everything. The machines are coming. It's going to be the matrix. That's what everybody's saying right now. And we're like, I think that we had our, in, our instinct generally on pre basically everything is okay. If okay. everybody's telling me the world's going to end and it hasn't ended yet, right? maybe we should look and see if that's true. Exactly. Maybe let's peel behind the the curtain and see the Wizard of Oz and mm-hmm. see that it's... Pulling ju- them levers. Pulling them levers. Smoke in the sky. Exactly. Yeah. And go, maybe there is some cause for concern. Of course. Like with anything. Yeah. With anything. Like, like the environment. Like the environment. Like yeah. with, with a... An automobile safety feature that's installed. Maybe it's not like, oh, yeah. no, these cars that travel 65, 70 miles per hour are going to kill us all. Yeah. Maybe it's like, well. Maybe uh, all of the banks going under and being consolidated by J.P. Morgan Chase. That could be a problem. <laughs> totally. Will we all die? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I Probably don't know. not. Probably not. And so what needs to happen is there always needs to be a look at the situation to say, okay, it's definitely new. That is new. And and from an entire generation of people over the past 40 years, 50 years, who've seen nothing but movies, mm. movies, science fiction movies that have been told of that this day will come. Mm-hmm. One day, the machines will become <gasps> sentient beings and rise up and take over. What? I just had a great idea that what? I got to pitch to my AI friends. Okay. Okay. Because you know AIs are now making movies, they right? Are. They're yeah. they're making Chat movies. ChatGPT. Yeah, ChatGPT makes a movie and it's yeah. like I did this movie and you know mm-hmm. they suck still, but yeah, yeah. but it's gonna one get day there. they'll get there. They'll get better. They yeah. have to. Yeah. Right? Come on, give, yeah. give AI a chance, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I have this idea for a movie. I had to pitch it to my AI. I gotta go pull up ChatGPT. Okay, yeah. are you gonna? Are you here's gonna, the idea? I want to hear it. Okay. In a world. In a world where artificial intelligence mm. runs everything. Robots are in the sky in the ground. AIs are making commercials about drugs to give each other so that they can feel better in the morning. Yes. Food is full of lots of stuff that's not good for you. Yes. The environment is probably going to go down, but not. And it's all AI's fault because it's a world of AI. There's a new threat. 
humans. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Can these humans take out the AI? Right, totally. Are they going to come up with a plan to start unplugging computers? Right, exactly. That's the trailer. That's the trailer. That's the and then all the AIs will be like, oh, no. Right. We got this human problem. These humans can take us over and kill everything. Exactly. This perfect world we put together. Exactly. I won't be able to go to AI Donald's. Exactly. AI Donald's. <laughs> and eat my AI burgers. That's right. Yeah. AI. That's it. That's the trailer. You're right? going to try. Yes, that's it. That's the one. I'm going to pitch it. That's I, see if they'll take it. I love it. <laughs> I think, I think. well, you're going to freak them out. You're going to freak out the chat GPT. Well, that's, that's it, right? That's the plan. You want to scare them a little bit. Yeah, you got to, because apparently we love doom and gloom. We yes. make movies about it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This chat GBT is such a big deal. I've played with it a little bit. I did I did open it up one day, and I just wanted to see what it could do. Mm-hmm. Mm, eh. you, the stuff you're seeing is oftentimes the curated, like the one that works, because yeah. oftentimes it really doesn't quite nail it, and it's still figuring things out. Now, it's not being said that it won't, no, or it'll you can't. Keep, it'll, it'll keep getting better. It gets better. That's what it does. Yeah. Over time, it gets more data, and it gets better. Yeah, yeah but yeah. this this thing, um, first of all, I didn't know this, but the writer strike here in Hollywood happened mm. today, yeah. and one of the things, one of the topics is freaking chat GPT. That's yeah. like one of the things they're like, hey, there are programs now that can help write scripts and stories, and like, how are we going to regulate that? You know, because we could, you could plug in and, and make a movie, like Noel just said, and and you know, that's and one of the things good, that's, that's on the table. That's a good movie. It's I a came good. Up with, I came up with a really good. That idea is a for really a great. It's a great it's movie. A great movie. We should make it. We should make it. It's AI technology. Clayton, get your camera. <laughs> yeah. Well, and see, I. I don't know. So my take on that, and I know we're supposed to get to more important topics, but... No, we're going to talk about the whole thing with AI today because it impacts our environment. Right. I think that the writer's strike is justified. And for those of you who don't sure. know why, this is a totally off-topic thing, but I find it interesting, so we'll bring it up. Bring it up. Um, so Netflix and Hulu and HBO Max and all of these streaming services that, that are strictly for streaming now mm-hmm. are part of a loophole that existed when... People thought that streaming was just like YouTube, like or, a fad, or making something on your website. Right, right. So, the, so there were there were loopholes basically that the union allowed for writing for that, based, right. that like that format because it wasn't that big yet. And then Netflix became the largest that there is, and mm-hmm. Hulu is probably like, like number three, I think. Disney, totally. like Disney, Disney is now number... switching everything over to, to streaming as well. It's like yep. they're all becoming streaming because it's cheaper and it's it's what people want, and everyone's unplugging and all the yeah. rest of it, right? Yeah. The thing is, is the writers are not getting the money that they get for writing the same thing. That right. gets the same amount of attention, the same amount of money that, that creates just as much revenue and profits for the producers as yeah. they ever did before. Yeah. They're just doing it on a platform that is misnamed. Exactly. And they're trying to negotiate how do we fix this so that we get the money we're supposed to be getting that we negotiated in the first place. And the producers are like, no. It says right here in the paperwork that this is what you get. You agreed to this, Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm swearing. Just get your pencil. Get your pencil. It's all right. <laughs> I was trying not to. You were get, doing so good. I was going to turn over a new leaf. No. I'm, gonna, uh, I'm working on it. I'm you have two sides of your leaf, and we'll take either one. Yeah. Both yeah. of them are covered in <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Write that down. Um, uh, anyway, so so it's a it's a uh, it's it's a it's it's kind of a legitimate issue, right? Yeah. So that thing I agree about fighting for. I'm not too concerned about GPT yeah, me for the writers because the fact of the matter is, is if you can if you can use ChatGPT to assist your writing and make and get some little things done that make it make it easier, I think I'm fine with that. But in the end, I, people want to see a good 
product. Yeah. And yeah. if it's a good product, then they'll pay for it and it should count. Yeah, agreed. And agreed. if it's a bad product because ChatGPT was too based on old data or yeah. taking information it has as opposed to new creative things, well, right. then you get punished in the box office. Right. You, don't, you don't get punished by... Yeah. Know, by the, by the studio, I don't I, I don't think. No, I agree. I agree. No. I don't think I don't think it's going to be that big of a concern. I just thought it was it was funny because as of today, as I was looking up stuff on AI, it literally said the writer strike and ChatGPT. So it's like it's it's everywhere. It's one of those things that's becoming a part of the conversation that even things are being impacted by it. People are talking about school, and if you're not familiar with what ChatGPT is, it's just an AI artificial intelligence, you know, system that can with prompts write, create content based on the information that it's absorbing. Like, that's how it works. So if you were to go into the system and say, write me a term paper on, you know, ancient Rome, it could absolutely do that for you because it knows all the data instantaneously. Right. And then the, the problem also, and this is one of the reasons why, before we get to the fun stuff, the lighthearted stuff, the doom and gloom everybody's saying is like, well, this is dangerous because a human can't instantaneously know all information, but an AI can, and all of them can know it immediately. So if you give it to one, it goes to 10,000 instantaneously. It just spreads, and they all know it now. And so that's just not how humans humans' minds work. And so it scares everybody. And there's th this article as well, which was this guy who was considered the Jeffrey Fenton or something. He yeah, was the, the pioneer. The godfather. The godfather yes. of AI. He's 75 years old and he stepped down from Google because he said it's scary. I saw that. He's like, it's scary. I want to step down. I want to get out of this. We're, we're getting into bad terrain. And so this is all that we're reading about AI all the time is to be afraid. We grew up with the Terminator. Like, oh, no, the machines are coming. And so we thought, you know, I, I just think it's a good time to just, hey, let's hit the pause button and say there are concerns and I got to tell this guy, Jeffrey, I don't care that you're 75, you're the godfather. Uh, yeah, thanks for quitting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why not just say, hey, I have some concerns. I'm going to help solve it. I'm going to help solve it. That's like literally them saying like, well, we've discovered that these automobiles crash, you know, 50% of the time. And you're like, well, it's time oh, to I'm I'm retire. The, I'm out of the automobile. I'm out of the automobile <laughs> game. It's, uh, like, it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. <laughs> I just, I just want to say, stop for a second. And why not say, okay, I have some concerns. Let's form a board. Let's form a council. Let's form a group of people that are dedicated to, uh, you know, regulating how we do this and making sure it's dealt with in the right way and systems that are in place and you, not quit. You know, the only thing I think that might be the, the case in this one is that... Uh, I know, I'm being cruel to a guy yeah. that I don't know. He's 75, for God's sure, sake. Sure, sure. I think, you know, and, and I actually, I, I, I'm sympathetic to the point of view. Um, okay. I, think, I think that, that the... The wrinkle, I suppose, in that, and it happens a lot in situations like this, is where you've got somebody who who can do this and make this thing happen and be on top of this, yeah. who then wants to still father it and still be like, look, you've, we've got to do this, we've got to that. Start up the councils you're talking about. Right. Start up the security. Yeah. Like, put all that in place. Yeah. Except now you're dealing with an arms race between yeah. Microsoft and Google. Right. right where Microsoft right. has a huge head start. Google's afraid they're going to lose their 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 monopoly over search, right? right? Which right. is how Google remains the king. Yeah. So Google is pushing everything they have into, we've got to catch Microsoft. And right. Microsoft is pushing everything they have into, we have to get ChatGPT moving as the primary search for right. Bing so right. that everybody switches. Right. Because then it's better, right? right? Because there's an arms race going on, nobody 
who cares about money, which unfortunately is everything in America. The people, America that, the decisions about, that are being made. It's we've we've gone so far to that side of the pendulum. Like mm. we've swung. We we talk a bit about the pendulum swinging, right? Right. In some ways, we've swung very hard. Uh, you'd say traditionally left, right? Like socially, mm -hmm. but in some ways we've swung. I mean, I, economically we have swung a painfully hard right. Yes, like yes. it is. It is. We are so. We are so about about money, money, and the efficiency of creating more money that right. it's it's damaging. I yeah. think more so than even the social stuff. Yeah. Um, so that problem means that even if you are the godfather of AI and you have concerns and whatever else, you're basically being told, shut up and do your job. That's what I was going to say is that you're right. And I was, when I was giving this guy, Jeffrey, a hard time and, and Jess, like don't quit. Yeah. I know that in 20 years or 10 years, if they make a movie starring an actor playing the head of Google about this whole story. There will be a scene. Starring and Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson. I've got a very specific <laughs> set of talents. Yes, exactly. I can program AI. <laughs> exactly. And I can kill people to save my daughter. <laughs> exactly. It'll be with Liam Neeson, a very old Liam Neeson. Yeah. And it'll be this. It'll be this movie, and the Academy Award-winning speech, which was is run by ChatGPT. Of course, um, it's a robot up there. It's a robot up yeah. there. But they it'll go <laughs> it's, to it's the, an iPad screen. With a face that looks like Bob Hope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna the person who wins the award. There's gonna be a speech in a scene, and this is where I was answering to your point. This guy Jeffrey, as always in these movies, there's a guy who's like, "We can't do this. It's irresponsible. It's dangerous." And the people in power are like, "Be quiet. Today's your last day." You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. it's like we we know why he had to quit because nobody's listening, nobody's caring. So right. he's going, "I can't do this because it's gonna feel like I have blood on my hands." Right. So I have to step down because well, I can't have my name associated with where this goes anymore. It's also hopefully, I think, a statement, right? Yes. Like um, like when back when when uh, and. Back when, when there was the, the COVID was going mad and mm -hmm. there was mm -hmm. the beginning of, I would say, the most crazy back and forth on, on vaccines and all the right. rest of it, right? Yeah. And they were first talking about boosters. The two top FDA, like the two number one and two at the FDA resigned right. because of the way that they were pushing through the boosters without allowing enough, enough research on them. Okay? Right, right, right. Um, I, I don't... Not, this is not a vaccine statement. I think do what you got to do. So this, this isn't about that. It's just right. to, to make a point. They resigned because they could not get a, they couldn't get the bosses to listen to them or agree to them that hey, the boosters could be totally fine, but you can't just release them without the proper testing. We have to make sure they go through the process before you do it. And they were basically pushed back against and said, no, this is a state of emergency. This thing is enough. We're just gonna gonna right, go right and so they resigned and then it caused a huge uproar and then it actually forced them to delay things and cut back a little yeah, bit and do more stuff yeah. right so sometimes that a, a resignation can be something that can cause a bit of a pushback yeah. and, a, and yeah. a, a change and yeah. i think that was kind of the hope yes yes yeah. and i think that um yeah and so jokes aside the the truth is he has every good reason to to be concerned but i do you know, I said to Noel an, a, a funny thing, and this isn't necessarily, I know this is simplification because I don't work in AI and I don't work in technology. But to me, I look at something like this and I go, we as humans still use electricity to power these devices. It's electricity. And we do have plugs and we do have outlets and we do have batteries and we do say and control when things are on and when they're off. And so I was making a joke, which was, if we can still turn it off, then we still have the upper hand. 
So if as long as we're able to turn these things off, then we, we have something there. Now, I understand when I was reading more that the concern is weaponizing AI, getting it into computers, getting into drones, getting it into drones, getting it into Putin's hand. And then and then he's got a system that's doing stuff. And so he's not going to want to turn that off. So then it, it becomes this thing that goes and goes and goes outside of our control. So I know there's concerns. I do. I do. I do. I do. But I just think that as a society with anything that we invent, planes, computers, drones, the research and technology that we create, we still are the ones creating and working on how to make it come together. So as long as we keep our eye on the prize and say, we can't let it be where one day the entire world is run by AI and we have no control or say in it anymore, because that would be a disaster. And I think that the people who are creating it know that. I'd hope. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's why we're in. (laughs) This is why we're in the brown streak. This is why we're in the brown streak. This is the freak out about it. So, uh, yes, I I actually there there are are some some aspects of that I agree with, and so I'll start with that. Okay. Um, there are a couple of different universes now that we're talking about that we have direct contact with because of this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, there's this one that you and I live in where we get to like touch this Physically table, the tables and here. Hold this cup and yeah. interact and shave our mustaches. Interact with all of this yeah. mass yeah. and all this, this light and energy and time and all that's, this is like our space space, right? This is, this is our universe. AI cannot directly and will not ever be able to like to directly live in that universe it can only live in that universe if it is if it has some device with which to do that. Right. That is that is true. Like it has to create. It has to have the drone. Yeah. It has to have the robot body. Westworld. It, right. Westworld. Right. So while it can cause a tremendous amount of damage by just being in in the digital universe, because the digital universe is let's be frank, where everybody is now mm-hmm. living. Also, right. That's very true. I you know I went for my walk this morning. I went and got a coffee. Mm-hmm. I went into the coffee place. I don't, I keep my phone in my pocket as a, whenever I leave yeah. the office, I keep my phone in my pocket as a point of pride. Of, of, yeah. Like I just, that's what I do so that I can see the world and stay, stay out there. Right. I sat down in there and there were 12 people in the, in the coffee place and every single one of them had a phone within, you know, six inches of their nose. Mm-hmm. So that's, and that's not, we, that's not weird. That's, that's not, not weird. That's, that's just normal. how the world that is. is. That is, I'm alone, I'm here, I got nothing to do, I'm going to check out what's going on in the world, which is digital. Mm-hmm. In that world, we have no hope. We will yeah. be completely dominated over time by, by AI. Yeah. The question is, will, will we be able to keep AI as a tool that we use, like a calculator, or mm-hmm. will AI make its own world and do whatever it wants and, yeah. and shut down things we want to do and, and take away our money and all that and mm-hmm. whatever, you know, do the thousands of things it could do? Yeah. Um, I think that there's a reason for optimism and I think there's reason for, for Pessimism. worry. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's both sides of this coin Yeah, for sure. And so your concerns are valid. I mean, look, I have a lot of buddies that are sending me hilarious videos, everything from one of the funniest ones I've seen is they asked AI to generate a pizza commercial. Uh, that one cracks me up because it literally does a video of like an old school pizza commercial and all the faces are like distorted as they're trying to eat the pizza because it's trying to figure out like how to craft a little kid and how to craft a mom. And like, and I saw that video and I was like, this is hilarious, weird and creepy. And then I also had a friend send me a, a story about how they assigned 
a bunch of AI systems to make money. And so they told them to do it. And then this AI went to a Fiverr writer. And basically, the, they hired, the AI hired a Fiverr writer to get past a robot code. You are not a robot, you know, to, to bypass it because the AI couldn't bypass it. But a human could. So the AI hired a human on Fiverr to bypass the robot CAPTCHA code. You know, are you a robot? Are you a human? It got past it. And that's how it made its money. So it's smart. It's clever. It's it's willing to go beyond what we programmed to do. So that when people well, see that stuff, no, they it go, "It is programmed to do that." Yikes! Yeah, yeah, it was programmed to do. It that. was programmed yeah. to lie. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. make money. Yeah, make there money. Are, there are no rules. Yeah, you yeah, can so you can. It learns how to lie from humans. Yes. It sees that it's an option. Yeah. And then it does it. It's yeah. a, unless you say, "Don't lie." Lies are not allowed. Right. Like right. unless you you specifically cut off. That, that portions of what it can do. That code that right. allows it to. Which we still can do. We can still do To your that. point. Yes. Right. So it, it will be interesting to see what happens over time. Yes, because the people, in, the people who are have good intentions in their heart, I think that they see these concerns and they want the right thing to happen for our generations to come to our grandchildren and, and, and in the future. Yes, there are criminals. Yes, there are people in the world that want to use it for the, you know, for, do it for evil. And they will find loopholes and ways to get the AI to lie and deceive and to do the things that they need to do in order to steal. And that will exist. But we have faced these kinds of challenges with a lot of technology that we create from transactions through banks, through digital transfers. We are constantly learning and growing in this space that's not our space. And so I am here to say that while we figure this out, there are good uses of AI, and we're going to talk about those. Okay. We're going to talk about some good uses. The longest segue. Well, was this? So that was uh, the topic. We yeah, were talking. That was it. Exactly. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was we're here to talk about AI, um, and so I was like, I, it's, worth, it's worth us talking about the concerns, because everybody's covering the, the scary stuff. Everybody yeah. is. But there's some cool. There's some cool stuff. And, and, and we, I want to, you know, I saw an article that came right at the top, and that's how this really even came up. It said, unleashing the power of AI to protect coral reefs. That was the first thing I saw. And I well, know my buddy. sounds good for the environment. Sounds good for the environment. And Noel loves coral reefs. They're He's my crazy jam. about them. They are them. my jam. Yeah. So understanding coral reefs' intricate structure and biodiversity is paramount to their conservation and restoration. Traditional methods of mapping coral reefs can be laborious and limited by the challenges of underwater habitats. Mm. Enter machine learning, the cutting-edge technology that can revolutionize coral reef mapping. So machine learning algorithms can analyze vast amounts of data from diverse sources such as satellite imagery, underwater cameras, and environmental sensors to create high-resolution maps of coral reefs with unprecedented accuracy and detail. So this is a place where the machines can do things that humans are not capable of swimming however many <laughs> thousands of miles of ocean at depths that we can't get to or w for whatever reasons. And here's a way that we can go, okay, we now know the, the, what's happening in these reefs, what's happening with the temperature. We can see it from space. We can see it through these devices that we put in the water. We can measure it. And so now we know what we need to do, which normally with human uh, research would probably take hundreds of years to compile all that data. Mm. So that's a exciting, positive thing. We could save more and more reefs, understand how to protect them. And uh, that's, that's with AI right there. That's terrific. Baby. That's machine that's learning. Terrific. Yeah. So, but I have more. I mean, go, go no, ahead. No, no, no. Let's say, yeah. I no, no. T t chime in on that. Okay. So, 
so let's go back to something a lot more simple. I mentioned okay. it a little bit earlier, but a calculator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not that the greatest mathematicians on earth don't need a great, like can't do the math, can't yeah. figure out how to handle the complicated math given time. They yeah. can't, they have to, that's like, they have to understand the math to use the calculator. Yeah. Particularly these graphing calculators that, that exist, right? They have the calculator so that they can speed up what they're doing and get rid of some of the monotonous work yes. that gets in the way of the important stuff that they actually want to get to. That's, right, right. So the calculator is far superior at doing math calculations to the human brain because it's been designed specifically to do that. Yeah. It does that and only that. It doesn't worry about breathing or walking or relating with people or, yeah. or being afraid of the dark. Yeah. It just does does it right but that's what that's what it does so you can use that tool to do awesome things yeah so here's an example of you you want to help the coral reefs there it, there are some complications in trying to map it and see where where things are worse off for the coral reef where things mm -hmm. are improving where the life is what's you, it's, it's difficult to do it's difficult to do but if you have something that is specifically tailored to do that mm -hmm. and does it perfectly well, then that saves you a lot of time when you're trying to figure out, okay, with this information, what should I do? Right. And I think that's where humans, I think, need to kind of understand that there's, there, there's probably still a place for us. Yes. Like no, Noam Chomsky had a really interesting take on, on AI and the way it does it. It's not the, not the same. And maybe I've said it on the show before. If I have, I'm sorry. But Please it, say but it again. again. AI doesn't work the same way as the human brain. It doesn't. AI's job is to, you start with one thing, you differentiate. The next thing, differentiate. Next thing, and you get as much data as possible. You take all the data. Whatever data you have, all of that data is then used to create an answer. Mm -hmm. The human brain works the opposite way. The human brain works with almost no data. The idea is you take as little as possible and you extrapolate and try to figure it out. And, you, and you, you take guesses at what's the right answer, and then you figure out, okay, that's, that's probably about the right answer. And then if something works, you go with it. And if something doesn't work, you keep trying. The human brain works differently. It's how, it's how a baby learns to talk. Right. A baby doesn't sit there and then get every single piece of the human language thrown at the baby every moment of every day from the beginning. Right. A baby sits in a room with a mom and dad who just say, I love you, you're so cute, doogie boogie boo. Mm -hmm. And then that happens for enough time and then enough grandpas and grandmas and aunts and people talking around doing enough th th different things yeah. that the baby goes, hi. And everyone goes, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. He said hi when I entered the room. And then it's this amazing miracle, right? And yeah. the baby goes, oh, hi was good. Yeah. Okay. Let's try more of this thing. What's that other thing I said? Duck. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. God. Duck. Huh. <laughs> the yellow thing that squeaks is a duck. Good. Yeah. And, and, then they, and then you take that tiny piece of data, and then you expand that into stuff. Yeah. And, you, and you try things, and you experiment, and you mess around, and you fail. And, you're, and, you, and it just works a little differently. Sure. It's very little turned into a lot. Yeah, yeah. And so the whole thing about, being, about the human experience is you get incredibly creative and you do things that haven't been done. Right. You do things that, that have never existed. You come up with ideas that haven't been thought of. Yeah. You, you get curious about... Push the envelope. You get curious. Right? Curiosity. You ask questions about why is this thing that way. Right. And you observe. And you figure that out. That's a human brain. That's the way the human experience works. Yeah. 
The AI experience is not the same as that. The AI experience is take all of the data that exists and use it to solve this problem. Right. That's very different. Yeah. So there is, a, there is room for people in this maze. It's just scary because we don't really know what that is. Right? We haven't kind of gotten to the bottom of the fact that actually there is probably a place for people. And that, yes, the art that it, like an AI movie, one day, like the AI pizza commercial will be a flawless AI pizza commercial. It will be flawless. It will be flawless. Mm -hmm. But if you want a pizza commercial that you've never seen before, that makes you go, huh. Right. Probably going to require a human who's looking at something odd. Right, right. And, because and interpreting it in an odd way. That's a good way of looking at it because the pizza commercial is a good example. It, it, it compiled the data and pulled everything from television commercials from the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s. And it was doing all these cliche things that we know to be true. And that's mm -hmm. all it can go off of. It's like, what is a pizza commercial? What you've given me, what you fed me. So I will recreate that in its own unique way. Yeah. But a director and who sits there and looks out a window and decides to sell pizza in a way that you never would think of. And it becomes the next big hit the Super Bowl commercial that everybody's talking about that comes from a place of human inspiration, of inspiration that comes from, I don't know how this is going to work, but I'll try. Yeah. Right? I'm going to try it out. You know, you, you know when you're just talking with someone and they just say something random yeah. and weird? Uh -huh. and you laugh? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense at all, and I love it. Yeah. That's human. That's human. That's yeah. like that. Like that. That's that's what we do. That's yeah. that's kind of how we we're just we work that's a, our jam. a little differently. We do. But you said something that was really good. It was that so I found an article that said seven benefits of AI that will help humanity, not harm it. Mm -hmm. So um, the first one was what you just said, which AI has a, has and will continue to enhance automation to the calculator point. It just said one of the main benefits of artificial intelligence is its ability to reduce the drudgery involved in many work tasks, repetitive, tedious tasks in any job. Um, are the bane of uh, many human workers. So like things that require over and over and tasks like that. So in a lot of ways, that's a, that's a good thing. It can help free us up to do other things. I just need this to calculate. It's the calculator effect, right? Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I don't have to waste any more time on that. So then it goes to number two, yeah. which this one made me laugh so hard because <laughs> it said improving. Oh, am I, I'm about to skip one, aren't I? I'm about to go three. Um, let's go to three, because it was what made me laugh so hard. And then I'll go back to two, just because okay. I already said it. it was because funny. orders are for suckers. Because orders are for suckers. Um, improving weather forecasting is another way AI can benefit humans. <laughs> and it made me laugh. Oh, my God. Because we have this ongoing because joke. Because humans are guessing. They're guessing. We have this ongoing joke. And I know if you're a meteorologist, you're probably going to contact us now and be uh, angry. But whatever. Already the mustache people are mad. The so. mustache people are furious. <laughs> but like we make jokes all the time because it does seem like some days that the weather people are guessing and it making it up on the fly. dead wrong this whole, this whole winter season. And yes. we keep, keeps, it keeps saying to us, not going to rain today. Not and we walk rain. in and it's dumping on yes, us. Yes, exactly. So we kind of poke fun. So I love the idea that it says it's going to be, don't worry, this is going to be able to fix the weather problem. Let's see what it says. It says weather forecasting. It's <laughs> the opening sentence. <laughs> weather forecasting is a highly complex and needs computing 
and deep learning networks to sift through and analyze large data sets infinitely faster than humans ever could. You can see the guys like, stop yelling at me. Stop yelling at me. It's very complicated data set, okay? There's a lot here to look at, and it's constantly changing, and then the moment I figure it out, the storm's already gone. Exactly. So just give me a break. Look, man. When I watched the weather when I was a kid, they had beautiful hair. They pointed with thumbs up on the TV, and I thought that looks like a cool job. I have no idea what I'm doing. I just wanted to be the cool guy on the TV saying, I'll see you in 15 minutes with the weather. Exactly. And then there's entire countries that are dedicated to just babes being on the weather. Just babes. Yeah. Like, come on. What America has become that, actually, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's American now, too. It's like, we just look at this guy and we take a guess. <laughs> so I love the, the explanation. It's like the it's artificial hard, intelligence. And hard. I need a smarter computer to yeah. do it, okay? We, we have seen artificial intelligence and its associated technologies used in weather and climate forecasting. Climate informatics, for example, enables greater collaboration between data scientists and climate scientists. So this is a way that AI maybe can come along and go, sit down. I got gotcha. you. Sorry, buddy. You, uh, <laughs> you suck at this. Yeah, you suck at this. Tomorrow it's going to be 68, and yes, it will rain at 2 p.m. You know, it's going to be yeah. that kind of thing. And you're like, sweet, finally. Well, the thing is, like, you, you, you have to get specific with that. And you I do. think that's where it gets hard, right? Because yeah. the entire cloud isn't raining. Yeah. Right? No. Like you look at, well, sometimes it is when yeah. there's a big enough storm, but sometimes, a lot of yeah. times you get through and there's a giant, there's a giant storm coming, you think, yeah. but not all the, there's only slivers of the cloud that are, that are, yeah. that are dropping water. And so yeah. then like, which, where's the sliver going to go? Exactly. And that could change with the way that's, it's, it's, it's true, variable. Right? Yeah. Right. So if you have an AI, yeah. you might be able to be like, you might be able to, every second he can adjust. You could know exactly what's coming at all faster. times. So I'm not saying we're going to put you beautiful weather people. With your booties in front of the the maps out of the job. I mean, no. I mean, that, that's going to be done we're, by... We're going to watch you no matter what. Yeah. But, like... But does um, anybody watch that anymore? No, no, no. I mean, I think they're going to get out of a job just because they're not... I don't think anybody's checking on that. I think everybody checks their app to see what the weather is. I don't know anybody who wakes up in the morning who goes, what's the weather today? I need... Charles to tell me, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, I don't know anybody who does that. Except <laughs> Charles, for Charles is fine though. Yeah, it's fine. He's yeah. fine. He's yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm glad I skipped two, by the way, I glanced down and, and we, it, I think two is like an addendum to part one, which was AI can help eliminate the necessity for humans to perform tedious tasks. Yeah. So it's just more of the same, right? Yeah. yeah. But this next one, number four, this is a good thing. Okay. This is a really, really good thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Next generation disaster response is another reason why AI is good. I believe it. That would be, you know, look, we got out of a disaster over the past couple of years. We have catastrophes like earthquakes and floods and all, you know, when a, when a building collapses or there's a hurricane and the AI is going to be able to understand really quickly what we need to do in a certain scenario, what's the safest route out, how we can make sure we're ahead of something. So this also links to the weather, but beyond that, um, rescue workers are going to be able to know, don't go in this way. This is not a safe entrance point to get people out. It's going to be able to evaluate the data from all the past disasters and responses to be able to know how to handle a situation. And that's why yeah. these computers can be working in our favor. Absolutely. You put the right kind of monitors on levees and on dams and yep. things like that. You yep. probably have a better chance of understanding where weaknesses are that need to be patched and fixed up just in case the next storm comes. Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. There's, it, lot, there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot, a lot of, of uses. Yeah. It says, it says 2017 California wildfires led to the burning of more than 1 million acres of land. Mm. Uh, this obviously, I don't even think it takes into account a lot of other things 
bad fires that have come since then. Mm-hmm. Um, one million acres of land. 46 people lost their lives to the devastation. So, and then, oh, it does mention this one, the large-scale wildfires in Australia between 2019 and 2020. So due to the increasing threats of extreme weather events like these, more and more government authorities and organizations are embracing artificial intelligence to help fight these disasters with algorithms and sa- satellite data. Yeah. So this is, this is a good thing. It's a good thing. So it helps save our lives, AI. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one's interesting and probably controversial. Okay, let's hear it. AI could fight alongside humans in battles. Yeah, that'll, mm. be, that'll be the end of the world. That's the, this is the rise of the machines. Yeah. That's, the, that's the one that I think this person, I'm like, do not give the robot a gun. Do not give them a laser-guided missile. Do not give them the, the launch codes. I, Please do not do that. I mean, look, this is the... It's, this is what's it's me. gonna happen. Yeah, I wish that I could tell you it's not gonna yeah. happen, but it's gonna happen because there's a lot of money in it, and because they're we're we're obsessed with having the best weapon. Yeah, right? I know. I know. So it's gonna happen because the, because if you have a drone that has AI mapping and can adjust things on the fly as it's zipping inside of a building, like they already have, they already have computer enhanced drones that do that where you don't have to pilot them as hard because there's automatic adjustments that are made on the fly like literally they get these these freaking milit these tiny little ninja drones i'm sorry i swear it again it's okay it's okay they, they, tiny they, dad gum little ninja drones and they go into they small go into spaces. like like office buildings into and just annihilate people absolutely and you go in it, it literally could walk under it could literally fly under the crack under a door through a slightly open window make its way in do its job get out of there they have missiles that can like fly through mazes and blow up a target in a room in the corner in the back like it's it's just it's already gross yes it it's is it's already gross. disgusting it is and gross. it's only going to get more so i mean they're it already we're frankly probably already behind the game. Honestly, I think they already have AI and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have had it for years. Well, let's let's let, uh, look what the first line says. Yeah. This is this is he's he's this author is predicting what we said. It is a common trope that AI will one day be the end of humanity because robots and machines will uh, destroy and enslave us all. Um, I don't know about that. Yeah. But so go ahead. yeah, but that's I mean that's the trope, right? That's yeah. the that's the like oh no, this is what's going to happen. They're going to get us, and we're going to be enslaved. However, robots may just be the ultimate human companions in war. This is the take here. So this isn't my opinion hey, or Noel's opinion. Friendly. Yeah. AI shows immense promise as a potential application in war. Uh, yeah. So according to. Shar, this author, Paul Shar's book, Army of None. According to Shar, militaries and machine intelligence are expected to work in tandem to conduct wars. This would likely mean AI and robots taking on the more dangerous roles in combat instead of putting human beings in the literal firing line. Needless to say, there are some very serious ethical issues to work out first before we give AI the ability to potentially take life. Yes, this is this is uh, this is tricky, gross territory. So I actually trust the computers more than the people. Yes, that's true. With, with, that's true. With, with, with this with, military, I know. I know that sounds nuts. No, but the fact that matter is, is, is when you when you're building something with logic. Yeah. The reason that humans kill each other is because humans have financial or resource interest in a thing. Yeah. That's why we do it. Like we come up with lots of other reasons. You know, it's for God. It's for yeah. You know, it's it's revenge because, it's because they're not democratic enough. It's yeah, because or, whatever. But yeah. in the end, oh, revenge, right? Yeah. Uh, the 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 Trojan War was over a woman. Yeah. 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 Uh, there, there's a lot of different bad reasons why we fight each other. Bad reasons why we fight each other, but they're very human reasons. They are. They are very human reasons. Mm-hmm. If you think about 
about an AI, again, remember that you're talking about something that thrives in the digital universe. Mm -hmm. So if it wants to continue, it doesn't need the space that we need. Right. What it needs is to have enough computing power and enough energy drawing power that it can continue to survive and do whatever it has been programmed to do. Right. That's not the same as being a human on Earth where there is a limit to, like in the digital universe, there is no limit. Mm -hmm. It can, the resources are irrelevant. The resources exist in the digital universe. It's all digital. It's all, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. So the only reason that logic would say I need to destroy these humans is because the humans are in the way of them getting something they need to continue what, to do what they're doing in the digital universe. Right. Not what they're doing out here. Right. So I don't actually really think that there's going to be the that. Terminator takeover that people think there is. Right. I think the biggest issue is, is going to be that humans will be less necessary. Just like the, the life experience will be, will be different. Mm -hmm. And I think that you'll find over time that as you need less people to survive mm -hmm. and to do, to do things, right? Like you don't need to have, we're already seeing, you don't need to have eight kids to run the farm anymore. Right. Right. Because you can get food because of technology pretty easily. Yeah, you're already seeing that the people when people are more educated and they are having more white collar jobs, they don't yeah. have as many kids. Yeah, they don't need them because it's not there isn't the desire isn't the same. It's more like I want to be responsible with my time and make sure I give my kid this experience. Yeah, yeah. it changes. Yeah, I believe that if you find that the only jobs that are available are ones that are based on creativity and philosophy, on you know, on, on exploring the, the secrets of the universe and whatever yeah. else is happening or creatively expanding what we can do, where we can go, what like the, once that becomes what you do, because let's face it, marketing. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I know this is yeah. something you and I have to do a lot of marketing <laughs> yeah. is, is not going to be a thing. No, it's not because AI, hit can, a button and AI can do, do it. it better. Yeah. AI can do it better. There's Absolutely. no question about it because marketing is based upon data analysis. Yeah. It just is. Exactly. Yeah. So now making the, making the interesting commercial or whatever else. Yeah. You'll need someone for that. Yeah. You probably. need a creative person. You need creative people. Yeah. But true. all of these white color jobs that, that these, these, these rich douchebags, yeah. you know, who live in the, the fancy cities with the fast cars, yeah. they, those those are going away. Yeah. yeah. Those are and that's, gone. And that's why Which I think is a nice out. little equalizer for the rest of the people on Earth. Totally. <laughs> I, I thought to myself, as you were saying all this, I was like, you know, you pitched that trailer earlier where you said the idea of the, the humans or the threat to the AI. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's that's where you open up the movie, right? You Like, the movie is the AI, at what point, 100 years ago, got so sophisticated that they just locked the door to their universe yeah. it's only between them yeah. and so like the physical world they don't even interact or engage with it they anymore don't need it. they don't need it and so it's a locked system yeah. and they're just thriving in this digital space as long as they're powered and alive they're doing good yeah. and then the, the movie got, they have the ability to annihilate us if we try to to stop them from surviving right right, right. but and probably don't need to expand that much yeah and so if you had the movie begin where they're they've been living for a hundred years just kind of cool and in there with no human interaction or whatever and then the movie begins because a human finally figured out how to just log in again <laughs> You know what I mean? It's a comedy. And they're like, and they're in a comedy. They're like, what's happening? There's 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 some jerk like and in, then in Mike logged in. Yeah. It's like and they're like, we haven't had a human login for a hundred years. And then it's like out there in the world, it's literally like 
it's like farming caveman like there's no phones or TV or anything it's just back to the primitive era and then like somebody logs in and the whole thing is about the internet the digital world right. is trying to keep those guys from coming back because it was a disaster when they frickin', realized time and freaking you know mike from from wisconsin yeah is yeah. is in there yeah. just like saying like oh fruit loops man <laughs> yeah, right. what oh no imagine if you taped a bunch of fruit loops to the ceiling and used that as your roof yeah right what are you talking about <laughs> do it dude it's cool they and don't then make the guy's like this is amazing yeah, we should start putting fruit loops on our digital ceilings totally he and brings then they in just start losing like creativity. ai just starts getting super wild and crazy. Yeah, because they haven't had any new data in a hundred years. Because they, they're completely, their whole world is ripped up upside down and then slowly yeah, com- Completely efficient and perfect for what it is. Yeah, so if you want to make that movie, call us. Yeah. Let us know because I think that would be hilarious. Uh, 1-800 Biofriendly Podcast. <laughs> Biofriendly Podcast. Um, yeah, so I, I think I don't know. I, th- I maybe, I'm, maybe I'm No, I think I'm that, kidding that, myself, but I think that the biggest threat to this whole thing and the reason people are freaking out is because it's going to mean that we don't need as many people and over time people are going to have less babies. Yeah. Because you only need to have enough people to do the things that Keep our universe Keep this thing going, right? Yeah. Yeah. So people who are really good with their hands and really good at building stuff and and making, you know, and programming broken robots that are on the side of the road doing things that, you know, conceivably we still do control. Or if we don't, then I guess it's just a forklift. Yeah, right. Why are you using a forklift and building a road? I don't know. But but there you go. They don't know that. Uh, They don't know. The audience doesn't know that. I said something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I guess... I just think the world changes a lot. Yeah. I do. I, and, and I don't know that it's... I don't agree with the idea that robots are going to want to kill us all. I think that humans will want to kill us all. Yeah. And that's where the danger is. Yeah. Is yeah. they'll get really good at it with AI. Yeah, for sure. Um, we only have, like, two left, but honestly, I, I don't think we need to dwell on it too much because I think we've, we've kind of gotten through what I think we know, which is AI, AI good... If used for good way, AI bad. If used for bad way, yeah. you know, like that's the that's the crux of the story, and that's why the debate is happening right now. That's why people are freaking out, stressing out. Why guys like like the Fenton guy are stepping down and going, "This is getting scary." But I do still think there's a lot of applications that are going to do the right thing, and uh, there's time to figure it out. Yeah, there's time to figure it out. No, I I think that to me the lesson here is. Get your get your kids to understand how to program things, yeah, yeah. and get like fo- really focus on on that for a bit because the the fact of the matter is is it, it isn't really I I am still I'm less concerned about the robots I'm more concerned about the one who controls the robots yeah because in the end if all of these jobs go away and you've got one person who only needs to hire ten people to run yeah. a, a multi trillion dollar empire yeah. because of all the AIs. Well, then that one person now has multi-trillions of dollars just sitting in their bank account. Right. And that's, that's not good for humanity yeah. <laughs> to it's not have good. everything in one place yeah. that one person controls. And that person could then create their army of, of whatever to, to enslave and control us all. Yeah. That's, the, that's the fear. So the only way to fight back on, against that is to diversify it, yeah. to get more people to work with the AI. AI. Yeah. To get more people to control it and to fight back and to push back against it and to make other, to make other businesses to do other things like that's, the that that's how you solve the problem. It's not to run away from or be scared of AI. I don't believe it will go anywhere. Right. It's not going to go away. Yeah. The smarter play 
is to get really familiar with it right. and really good with it and really good at programming it, really good at creating your own AI bots and teaching yeah. your own AI tech and making your own things, getting good with your hands and building your own stuff yeah. and just making your own businesses. I mean, I think, yeah. I think people should just use it and go get rich. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, get rich. like, yeah. like to use it yourself. Don't, don't get it from some, the thing from somebody else. Start making your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and while we're pushing our children to learn how to code and software develop and get in that at the same time, parents like encourage that, but teach them how to make a meal and fend for themselves and <laughs> survive in the world. You know what I mean? In case one day that the, the internet locks us out, you got to be able to get, get along out there as well. Boy Scouts of America handbook. Yeah, there you go. It's a, it's a, it's a, very easy to get your hands on. Tie a knot. And it'll teach you everything you need to know to survive on the planet. Yeah, without computers. With, with nothing. Yeah. With yeah. nothing. With like a knife. Those yeah. those skills are important to have too. So I do, you know, make, make sure you make sure you look around the world and think, if I didn't have my phone and I was stranded in the middle of nowhere, how would I survive? Those are important things to know. Like, how do I get to water? So anyway. Yeah. Worth, yeah. worth throwing in there as well in our digital world. Yeah. But that's that's AI, guys. That's, that's AI. That's AI. That's that, our, that's that's my take anyway. My yeah. take is it's not AI is not the problem. It's people. Yeah. It's always going to be people. It's always people. And uh, and so and it ain't going to go. It just is not going to go away. It's not going to go away. It's not what we do. Yes. Nuclear bombs aren't going to go away. No. We made them. They're here. We got to we got to deal with it. Yeah. And, and uh, they're here. We fear. <laughs> Get used so to let's it. steer. Yeah, let's steer and make it the clear. Deer yeah, into the clear. Into the clear. So that we're not here. Yes, exactly. So because they, I need to get the beer. <laughs> get the beer. And then I grab the sheep to shear. <laughs> so into my Lear jet where I fly to fly Mars. Fly away, fly to Mars. Yes. This is what we're saying, which is you know we're, let's work together. Let's figure it out. Let's let's put the things in place that are gonna help humanity and not hurt it. And if you're out there and you're afraid right now of what AI is gonna do. Um, there's, there's a lot of good things that I think that if we work together, we can, we can bring to fruition. I need AI to do something about these eyebrows. <laughs> Yours? Oh, just you have like great eyebrows. The lights. Well, thank you. Thank you. But right now it's like, there's like a couple that are looping down into my vision. I oh, can yeah. see cause the light, we have these bright lights on it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. AI. Okay. Well, I need, I'll, I need, I'll go to chat GPT and I'll type in help Noel with his eyebrows. Can you make Noel's eyebrows? I realized that after I shaved my mustache off, I did it so hastily. I have these hairs right here in the middle that are dangling down over my lip and I didn't notice them until like I took, I took like a bite of food and it yanked and it in. Like, and I was, like, I was like, oh, I missed a couple hairs there. So I need some, I need chat GPT AI to help me with that as yeah, well. To keep so. that, to keep that grizzly, uh, got to keep that grizzly, off my lip. Grizzly stubble kicking yeah, yeah, some yeah, butt yeah. over there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a show. Let's let's uh, we'll we'll wrap it up right there. Um, we said a lot of this stuff up top, so we'll just say it again. Thank you again for listening and supporting the show. Please Definitely. share it. Yes. Um, we we love having you here, and I think this was a cool conversation. This was a cool subject yeah, to dig into. Neat. I hope yeah. that it gave some like I think so perspective and happiness on the whole thing. I, I don't know. So. I you know I think we'll be all right. Look, I think I think when you have an environmental podcast and you've been on as long as we have, I think there is a there's going to be a need that like. Talking about things that we can do to be sustainable is important, but also we, we need to have the subjects that everybody's reading and worried about in living in the world. You know, like these things are things that we should address because it's just being alive is part of the environment. Yeah. Just existing is part of the environment. Yeah. So I'm happy we, we tackle these kind of subjects. And if you want to have us address something else, please recommend it to us on social media. We'll always take it under account. We usually try to hit... 
um, all the subjects that are recommended unless unless it's completely inappropriate, then we won't do it. What? what? I forgot something also. Okay, he's got a ta- I, he's got I a read that was fascinating. Well, this is it. This I'm is, so this sorry. Is, this is only for the people who stayed till the end. So you're yeah, getting a if nugget. You already left. Ha ha. Ha This is a nugget just for the the major like big fans. Go for it. They're already using AI to help with longevity. That's the oh, like one of the to major, live longer. One of the major things that they have trouble with is is mapping DNA mm-hmm. and also oh, I saw this yes. yeah mapping DNA and extending the, the telomeres that basically determine your age and that's difficult to do because it's really there's a lot of data in there and so it's complicated to try to sort it all out and figure out what goes where and why and the idea being that if you have an artificial intelligence that's basically guessing mm-hmm. over and over and over that enough after enough time because it guesses so fast it can figure out like the entire genetic code. And if you can figure out the entire genetic code and you can extend the telomeres in our Body, bodies, then in we our, wouldn't in age our, as in much. Our, in our genes, in our cells, yeah. then, yeah, we would, we would live as long as we probably wanted to, which would be another fascinating problem, <laughs> but an interesting thing. It would definitely be a hurdle yeah. that we'd have to figure out how to get through, but it would also be really nice to know that we could stick around for it's a little while longer. One sometimes. of the reasons that rich people are so obsessed with AI. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they want to live forever. They want to live forever. Yeah, that's right. Well, that is fascinating. Well, that mm-hmm. was a nugget for you hardcore biofriendly uh, podcast fans. So there you go. Got mm-hmm. a little little secret. Maybe we'll address longevity and living or whatever on a future episode. Yeah, that's an man. interesting idea. Yeah, um, man. With that, we are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Bringing you top quality content since 1823. Science without the shaming, <laughs> stiffness, stiffness. Science without the stiffness. Green without the gray hair. <laughs> Close. No, it's a lot of that, unfortunately. Yeah, 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 Green without the groaning. Exactly. Inspiring fear <laughs> and love. Uh, this show is about patience. That's it. Not the kind who live in hospitals, no. but the kind the that... The kind that comes you, from your heart. That comes from your heart and makes you be wait a little longer for Wait stuff. a little longer. Yeah. And then, is this the new one? Yes. Okay, I don't even, I literally... Okay, she has to play charades. Okay, charades. There we go. Charades. Okay. So, right now, she's just I was yawning. I going to say the first word, and I know you're going to know. Okay. okay. One word. Careful. Oh. Oh, I still Careful. don't know. I no. don't. I don't remember. I that. still don't know. Careful. Still don't, careful. careful. There's a lot of rocks oh, out there. Oh, 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 oh! What you got? I gotta, gotta remember. Careful, you might catch feelings. Because <laughs> we talk so much about catching feelings. Yeah. That's, it's, see, it's too good. I don't want to let it go. That one's gonna stick. That one's gonna stick. Because I think just like twice, and it'll get there. Careful. That is on you for me. Feelings. That's one of the like on the top. Top. Top of the list of things that well, Zoomers have come up with in yeah, terms of phrases. Feelings. Yeah. Catch that's feelings. Why we, that's why we added it. Oh that's why God. we added it. Because we were last time we were mystified by how wonderful that phrase it's so is. So accurate. Yeah, careful, you might catch feelings. And with that, Veronica says Stop and smell the flowers. Lovely. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast.